You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. It's a program that brings you the best of the adult and mainstream film, television, and internet industries. Hi, I'm James Bartolet. And I'm Kiki Dare. And this is Inside the Industry. Woo! Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to another two hours of entertainment, information, fun, thrills. And oh my goodness, it's so hot in the valley today, I might just take my clothes off right now. Well, why don't you do that right now? (laughs) Oh my goodness, it's hot out there. (laughs) Well, she says that as she slowly starts taking her top off. Oh, mercy. Mm. God, you really, I I have to feel these things. God, I just love those breasts of yours. I love your breasts. Yes. so firm, yet supple. I know, I'm going to have to do a, a whole YouTube series called Stupid Boob Tricks. <laughs> now, that's <laughs> fucking funny. I think we need to do that on this show. Actually, you know what? I have Let's the, do it on Porn Star Game Night. We should. We should. I have the funniest video of Marugan doing stupid penis tricks from yeah. two nights ago. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, early birthday to Marugan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, Bastille Day. Oh, is Bastille Day? Is his birthday. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot to load. I was going to put in an Edith Piaf song. <laughs> Did France win uh, the World Cup or something? No, but Germany kicked the crap out of Brazil. Oh, my God. Did you see that website where all these women in Brazil were crying? Yeah. It's it's well I think it's it's a blessing this happened because maybe the Brazilian government now will concentrate on taking care of the poor people and taking care of education and putting all of that money that they were investing in stadiums there are dozens of stadiums built down there in Brazil that that are just sitting there vacant because that was going to be the the world headquarters for soccer all over the world, you know, Brazil. Hmm. So they were doing all this stuff and all this money was going to the soccer thing. But I did see that on the news where there were young women crying on the street. And that's a terrible thing. Yeah. I mean, I would think that they would be more upset over the canceling of Carnival than, you know, they would be crying (laughs) over football. I think they were crying over the fact that they had porn companies coming down there to shoot them. And they said, we're only getting $200 a scene. Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they were crying about. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. There's there's some good porn that's come out of Brazil. Have you ever seen the Brazilian stuff? I have not. Mm-hmm. I, I have not. Some pretty sexy girls down there. 
Yeah, with my luck, I would get, you know, Brazilian butt bangers six. And <laughs> I would you like that kind of no, stuff. No, I would, I would get it and then I would put it in and realize, oh, wait, this is tranny porn. Oh, I didn't really want to see this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. This yeah. is not what I was looking forward to. Exactly. I mean, not that I have a problem with it, but no, when you're you not don't. in the mood to watch trannies, it's, it's just not the same. You have to be in the mood for that. Yeah. You I mean, if I think I'm getting, like, you know, big, luscious butts, uh, then I really don't want to look at chicks with dicks. That's true. That's very fucking true. Yeah. I, and I love the Brazilian women. They are sexy. They are very beautiful. And uh, that's all I could say on it. They're just sexy and they're beautiful. Um, <laughs> and I uh, recommend anybody, if you have not had sex with a beautiful Brazilian woman, please go out and have sex with a Brazilian woman tonight. You'll enjoy it. It's, it's quite delicious. Wow. So what are they going to do? Go to like the, the female supermarket? You know? Oh, let's yes. see. I'll take a Brazilian. I'll take mm-hmm. a Venezuelan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have two Chinese because, you know, <laughs> once you eat them, you're hungry a half hour later. Uh, I should have known you were going to go with that one. Well, yes, you have to. Um, hello to everybody in the chat room. Uh, hello, everybody. You can go to the chat room right now. Hi, everybody. Um, that is um, by going to insidetheindustry.net and then click on the disclaimer. Go inside, click on the live chat, and all of our fans and listeners are inside there. Tonight's guests is very diverse. We have one director from the adult film industry. Uh, our friend, Mr. Jimmy Broadway, who's going to be on the second hour of the show. Uh, of course, Kiki has worked with him quite a bit. I have. Mm-hmm. I have. Jimmy's great. Um, What's the name of the company again? It is Severe Society Films. Severe Society Films, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's a great place to get all of your strap-on fantasies and tickling fantasies mm. and... My sphincter muscle just contracted. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I did with them, you would not be into, James. I would not. And that uh, that was yeah. a, a gynecologist gangbang. Wow. And this and, was something and, that Jimmy, he stars in and directs. Um, he actually did not star in this one. Our, mm-hmm. our good friend uh, Tommy Toscano was mm-hmm. the, the creepy yeah. gyne- gynecologist that got gangbanged by some very angry patients oh yeah <laughs> your face is so cute when you say that. <laughs> um and then also our first guest coming up and he's going to be coming up the elevator here in just a minute um i'm very happy to have this gentleman on i've been working with him over the years um back in the mainstream days and um he's an accomplished actor producer director and he's got a brand new project he's going to be talking to us about uh, tonight mr larry b scott is going to be here Yay! so that's going to be very exciting and then you never know what hellhound's going to drop in here tonight so. yeah you know last um <laughs> last week was yeah. it last week yeah last mm-hmm. week i had stopped in here for a brief minute to say hello to some people and I, I noticed that our good friend scotty schwartz was on uh one of the shows and, and he was on Britney's show, I, th- I mean, on Amber Lynn's yeah, show. Yeah, on Amber's yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. So I hadn't seen Scotty in ages, so mm-hmm. couldn't help myself. I walked up and flashed the the window here. And what did he do? 
Oh, he just turned around and looked really confused. What? Really? (laughs) I'd start salivating if I had (laughs) memories flashed at me. I'd be happy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I think it was because, like... Amber was saying, no, no, look at my breasts. Don't look at Kiki's. I don't think she said that. No, no. No. Okay. But, yeah. She wouldn't do that. It was definitely interesting, though, because everybody kind of looked at me like, what what, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Do you have a good fourth? I had an amazing fourth. I, um, I think that's why everybody's off this week because we had that long weekend and people, their clock is uh, off a little. Yeah, my, my body's all kinds of screwy. Um, <laughs> I, no, really? seriously. Mm-hmm. We had a great fourth and mm-hmm. somebody decided that they would give me a little too much medicated candy. Mm, you mean marijuana candy? Yeah. Mm, so My favorite. Luckily, we, we were watching the fireworks. Everything was fine um, down at, at Seaport Village. And then you shoved a firecracker up your ass. No, no firecrackers up my ass. Okay. Even though I thought about it. Stop. Oh, no, seriously, we were going to like, we were going to get the bottle rockets out no, from no, the garage. No, no, you have, no, uh, inside the industry is not uh, <laughs> condoning uh, sticking firecrackers up your ass like this kinky bitch is. Well, we, <laughs> we weren't going to do firecrackers, we are going to do bottle rockets. No! <laughs> okay, hold on a second, we got a call here. That's, okay, don't put firecrackers up your butt. Hi, caller, who's this where you're calling from? Hello? Yes. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. Who's this? Uh, my name is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hello, Stacy. First time caller into the show. It is, and I totally was not expecting this. <laughs> well, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. So I've heard Rebecca many times on Susan Pinsky's show, and I think you're wonderful, Rebecca. So, yes. Is this for Rebecca Fearing? No, sweetie, you got the wrong show. This is Inside the Industry with James and Kiki. I am so sorry. I've got the wrong show. Yes. You call the show uh, that's about the adult and mainstream industry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. okay. All right. Thank you. you Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Wear a condom. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. (laughs) I had to get that in there. Oops. God. <laughs> Hello, Susan Pinsky there. I'd like to talk to John John McCain and uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I've heard Rebecca many times. Wow, my Re- name isn't Rebecca, but okay. Hi. Rebecca. <laughs> I think you played Rebecca in a movie one time. <laughs> Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farms does it anal or something. Yeah. Yes. Rebecca goes big. Rebecca goes big. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was for uh, VCA, I believe. Yes. Yes. Good title. Um, I, I wanted to tell everybody that the uh, ANME is going to be this weekend. Now, it is not open to the public. It is only for um, buyers and sellers in the uh, adult uh, novelty trade um, industry. So um, if you have a little mom and pop shop, uh, like my good friend Susie over at Susie's Delights, this is a great great event for you to go to, find out about new products to pick up this year. And of course, our good friends over at Pipe Dream Products are really doing that whole thing over there uh, at AME. Uh, so that's going to be in Burbank. 
And that's going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, some sad news in the industry here, and Kiki and I were talking about it this afternoon. Um, a man who is so beloved um, and a real icon in the industry, um, the man that was really the backbone of Evil Angel, uh, yeah. Miss, uh, Mr. Christian Mann, um, is dying right now of cancer. Um, they thought that it had gone into remission, and everybody was very happy for him and his family, his wife and his children. Um, but it looks like it's come back with a vengeance, and it's really, really bad this time. Um, and we don't know how long we're going to have our good friend Christian here with us, but we want to send out all of our best wishes and prayers and thoughts uh, for Christian, for his wife, for his children, and uh, for his whole family and all of his very close co-workers that worked with him, like John and a lot of people over there, uh, are, are very, very sad about this. It, it'll be a very sad day when we lose him. And uh, we hope it doesn't happen, but it's it's a deadly thing, though, with the, with the cancer. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. I just, um, I've had losses before, and I've, you know, from cancer, and, and I... I don't know what to say, but all we could say is we are sending out our love and our prayers to you, and uh, you will always be in our hearts and our minds. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. We hope for the best for mm-hmm. Christian and his family. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, um, moving on, I want to also remind everybody that Exotica Chicago is taking place this weekend. No, Kiki and I will not be there because we have a lot to do here in town. There is yeah. so much going on this weekend. So we're working. We're working together again on Friday. We are for Axel. Then um, Sunday we have your your guy's birthday party. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I'm... and I'll be drunk all day on Saturday. So you know that the weekend's all gone. <laughs> the weekend's all gone. But if you're in the Chicago area and the weather's going to be beautiful out there, and you're going to see some beautiful, beautiful stars down there, um, go down. Um, to the uh, Donald E. Stevens Convention Center over there in Chicago, and July 11th, 12th, and 13th. For for more information, you go to exoticaexpo.com, and you get more information on that. All right, um, shall we break away for a commercial? Let's do it. Let's do that. We'll come back with the Inside the Industry news, and our special in-studio guests will be here, and a lot more right after this. AVN.com is your one-stop site to go for all of the exciting and updated news on the adult film industry. AVN.com has it all with the latest and breaking industry news, a comprehensive listing of the latest releases on the charts, movie and site reviews, editorials, a large picture gallery from the latest movies being made and special events, industry performer profiles, and the latest entertainment news segments from AVN Live. AVN Live is one of the hottest new entertainment news programs about the adult film industry with in-depth fun and informative segments 2015 avn expo and awards program will once again be taking place at the exciting hard rock hotel and casino in las vegas in january 2015 and as always this is the place to see and be seen the telecast awards event is seen every year on showtime avn.com it really is your one-stop place to go for all the best in the adult film industry visit the site now at avn.com
Looking for that perfect adult novelty item to enhance your love life? Then look no further than Pipe Dream Products. Pipe Dream Products has remained the number one adult novelty company in the world for over 20 years. And year after year, Pipe Dream Products has received praise from consumers and the industry alike for their award-winning products. Everything from bachelorette and bachelor party accessories, clothing, love dolls, sexy fun games, top-of-the-line vibrators and dildos, lube, fetish gear, and a new Fifty Shades of Grey inspired line. You'll see that Pipe Dream Products really has it all. And Pipe Dream Products always gives their customers great products at a fair price. Pipe Dream Products is sold in stores nationwide. Or you can visit them now at their site at PipeDreamProducts.com. That's PipeDreamProducts.com. You want to have that perfect experience, right? Well, then get that perfect product today from Pipe Dream Products. Hi, everybody. It's James Bartolet from Inside the Industry. Do you have a special event coming up, or you just want to go out on the town in style? Then call Black Tie Limousine. Black Tie Limousine has a fleet of luxury sedans, town cars, stretch limousines, party buses, and even Bentleys. They're all gassed up and ready for you to make your next trip even more special. You know you'll be looking good pulling up in a limo. And Black Tie's expert and courteous staff will make sure you have a pleasurable and memorable night. Plus, they have really reasonable rates. Check out their fleet of vehicles and get more information by going to their site at gotlaxlimo.com. We use their service, and you should too. What are you waiting for? Call them now to book your trip at 1-866-99-LIMOUSINE. That's 1-866-99-LIMOUSINE. And tell them James Bartolet at Inside the Industry sent you. And welcome back. Welcome back. I'm James Bartolet. And I'm Kiki Dare. And this is Inside the Industry. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. All. <laughs> all right. Without further ado, it's time for Inside the Industry News, presented by AVN and AVN Live, your industry leader at avn.com. Uh, have you ever fantasized about spending the night with a bunch of really hot, talented porn stars. Well, you can finally make that dream a reality at the 2015 AVN Awards. Tickets for the adult industry's most drop-dead glamorous night of all is on sale right now. The AVN Awards is returning to the joint at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas on Saturday, January 24th, 2015. Fans can Secure their tickets now. You go to avn.com and you'll get all the information. Prices are starting at $175. And I'm happy to announce that the golden ticket that we did last year where you could uh, purchase this golden ticket for an ultra VIP experience will be offered again this year. The 32nd annual AVN Award Show will be co-hosted by Alexis Texas and Tommy Pistol. And if you would like to see this year's AVN Award Show that Chanel Preston and Samantha Saint hosted, um, and we were all up on stage there and on camera, and you can see us all there now on Showtime, just go to Showtime In Demand, and you can see the AVN Award Show for 2014. 
So go and get your tickets now. Don't put it off to the last minute because you won't be able to get a plane and a hotel and you'll be waiting in long lines to get in. Get your ticket now. It's the hottest ticket in town. The AVN Expo and the AVN Awards in January 2015. Tell us about what's going on in Tampa, Florida, darling. Well, in Tampa, they are hosting FetishCon. Their dates and schedules for the 14th Annual Fetish Industry and Community Trade Show Mm -hmm. is August 7th through the 10th. It'll be returning to the Hilton Tampa downtown in Florida and is proudly sponsored by Clips for Sale, the largest networking event for the fetish industry and community on the East Coast. And that's occurring on August 7th through the 10th. That's correct. Uh, Vice is nice. This is a wonderful, wonderful organization. So sad I don't get to go this year. I I know, but you're going to contribute some uh, autographed movies to the gift bag. Um, This is a wonderful, wonderful organization. I highly recommend that all of you fans come down to this. It's a very low price. There's a casino there. There's dancing. There's food. There's drinks. You can meet your favorite star down there. And it's going to be July 26th in Chatsworth. Okay? If you would like to get more information, please go there right now to this website, vice-nice.org vice-nice.org that's vice-nice.org all right tell us about what is going on um what is this about beverly hills california here hustler Hustler hustler.com what are they doing hustler.com one of the leaders in adult entertainment is offering an unprecedented level of member discretion thanks to a partnership with digital digital currency payment processor, GoCoin. Mm. Starting today, anyone who pays for their Hustler.com subscription with digital currencies, Bitcoin, Litecoin, or Dogecoin, Mm -hmm. will receive a special lifetime membership for just $500. Yeah. Bitcoin transactions do not include a person's name and mailing address, Mm -hmm. as a credit card or bank account would require. Instead... They list the person's public Bitcoin address or key, which appears as a random string of letters and numbers. That's really cool, actually. That is a really good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Hustler founder and publisher Larry Flint said, By partnering with GoCoin, our subscribers get extra privacy and Hustler stays ahead of the curve by accepting new digital currencies. Very good deal. Very good deal. Out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, comes this news there that our good friend, um, avian contract star Tegan Presley, will once again uh, be appearing this weekend in Madison, Wisconsin, for three nights at a nightclub, gentleman's club, that is called Silk. Silk in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, is located at 7302 Highway 14. And I know she's got a lot of fans out there. If you're in that Milwaukee area, make sure that you swing by there and go see our good friend, Miss Tegan Presley, at Silk Gentleman's Club at 7302 Highway 14 in Madison, Wisconsin. Now, what is this thing here? This is really interesting about this bodies of porn. Tell us about that. Pornhub slash Keys Movies have created an infographic entitled The Bodies of Porn, an anatomical breakdown charting the difference between the bodies of average Americans and those of adult film stars, as gleaned from its database of over 10,000 performers. 
So what they have, if you go to their site, you can see this thing at Keys Movies. They have it, it, it's it's a nice little like retro cartoon, like it's a a cutout, you know, where you dress up the the dolls and stuff. So it, on one side, the average person; the other side, the porn star. So they say the average person, their height is five four. Porn stars, five four. Weight for an average person, one hundred sixty five pounds. Weight for porn stars, one hundred eighteen pounds. Yeah. Um, a guy's penis, an average guy's penis at um, um, five and a half inches. Porn stars penis averaging at seven inches. An average woman's breast at thirty uh, at um, a thirty six D. Porn stars thirty six triple D. <laughs> wow! Obviously, they haven't seen a lot of our girls. Wow! Yeah, so it's very interesting. I very I thought it was very very comical. So it was cute. Go and check it out there. Once again, it's at Keys Movies. Um, and the guys from Pornhub, they did that. That's very cool. Also, go check out our good friends at Teddy Love. You can go to um, the Teddy Love site right now and get this really innovative new project, product. It is a teddy bear with a vibrator built in the nose. It's, it's very, very cool. Yeah. It, it's cool. It's cool. That's hilarious. Yeah. Now, uh, real quick, as we wrap up the news here, I want to give the um, AVN top 10 list of the top 10 sales and rentals. Coming in at number one, we have Snow White Triple X, an Axel Braun parody for Wicked Pictures. And at number two, we have Anal Cuties by OL Entertainment slash Hard X. Coming in at number three, Real College Girl Bell Knox for F. H-E, Inc. And at number four, we have Mimi and Nico Scandal in Atlanta, Vivid Entertainment Group. Coming in number five on the top ten list for the month of July, Strap-On Anal Lesbians 2 from Jason Video. And at number six, I Love My Sister's Big Tits. I know you do. Thanks to Digital Sin. (laughs) Coming in number seven, DP Masters from Jules Jordan Video. Oh, I like this title, too. Number eight, Seduced by My Boyfriend's Mom. <laughs> Girl Club Films slash Exquisite Media. Coming in number nine, we have Women Seeking Women 104 from our good friends at Girlfriend Films. And number 10, kudos to Bonnie Rotten. We have The Destruction of Bonnie Rotten, Giant Media Group, Inc., Devil's Films. And that's the top 10 list for July for AVN. <laughs> And that's the Inside the Industry News, presented by AVN and AVN Live, your industry leader at AVN.com. Let's take a quick little commercial break, and we're going to bring our first guest in, Mr. Larry B. Scott, right after these special words. Looking for that perfect adult novelty item to enhance your love life? Then look no further than Pipe Dream Products. Pipe Dream Products has remained the number one adult novelty company in the world for over 20 years. And year after year, Pipe Dream Products has received praise from consumers and the industry alike for their award-winning products. Everything from bachelorette and bachelor party accessories, clothing, love dolls, sexy fun games, top-of-the-line vibrators and dildos, lube, fetish gear, and a new 50 Shades 
streets of gray-inspired lime, you'll see that Pipe Dream Products really has it all. And Pipe Dream Products always gives their customers great products at a fair price. Pipe Dream Products is sold in stores nationwide, or you can visit them now at their site at PipeDreamProducts.com. That's PipeDreamProducts.com. You want to have that perfect experience, right? Well, then get that perfect product today from Pipe Dream Products. AVN.com is your one-stop site to go for all of the exciting and updated news on the adult film industry. AVN.com has it all with the latest and breaking industry news, a comprehensive listing of the latest releases on the charts, movie and site reviews, editorials, a large picture gallery from the latest movies being made and special events, industry performer profiles, and the latest entertainment news segments from AVN Live. AVN Live is one of the hottest new entertainment news programs about the adult film industry with in-depth, fun, and informative segments. 2015 AVN Expo and Awards Program will once again be taking place at the exciting Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas in January 2015. And as always, this is the place to see and be seen. The Telecast Awards event is seen every year on Showtime. AVN.com, it really is your one-stop place to go for all the best in the adult film industry. Visit the site now at AVN.com. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio. And welcome back. I'm James Bartolet. And I'm Kiki Dare. And this is Inside the Industry. Woo! And we are so lucky because, once again, as I uh, introduced him earlier here in the show, um, this man has been a friend of mine for a long time. He's an accomplished actor, producer, director, coach, life coach, uh, chef. <laughs> Just eat um, the beat. He, he, he works on Volvo's. Uh, he's working with Honda right now to fix that whole airbag problem. Uh, and he is an all-around one of the most wonderful people on the face of the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the incomparable Mr. Larry B. Scott. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome, baby. I'm so happy you're on tonight there. God. Hi, James. Hi, Kiki. Hi. How you doing? He didn't tell me there was going to be a girl here. Well, what do you think? A guy named Kiki? I didn't even. I didn't think I was going to be a boy named Sue, a guy named Kiki. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, if it's a problem, there's a girl here. I can go hide in the other studio. No, 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 no. Boing, 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 boing. What with that? <laughs> Larry, how are you, buddy? I, you've got a new project out now, Actually, huh? I do. Uh, every once a couple of years, you have to go into the lab. If you know anything about the industry, you have to go remake yourself. Yeah. If not, you get left in where you were. Mm-hmm. And if that made a lot of money, you can live off that. You stay there. If not, you got to retool. I had to yeah. retool. Wow. Uh, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to be an actor, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a writer or a director, uh, a producer, uh, but... Most folks know me for acting. Recently, I've just kind of expanded my my plate 
and added directing and writing to the plate. Wow. And uh, just finished a short, which is actually uh, the beginning of a series, the pilot, if you will. Now, is, is this to be an online series or a, a television series? Actually, I'm at, not at liberty to say exactly where it's going oh, to be. Oh, come right on. Now. Oh, my. In a perfect world, it would be, uh, it would be uh, online or a network. Okay, like uh, a Netflix or something. Like a Netflix yeah. or something like that. Dig it, know? dig it. Uh, and it's called Eight Million Stories. Mm. Uh, the concept being that, as of now, there are eight million people living in the naked city whose stories are all going on right now. Each week, we're going to peer into one of those lives and see what that story is about. So is it like a reality series? No. It's, it's a, scripted. It's scripted. Well, reality shows are scripted. It's scri- yeah. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. So reality is the only reality we want you to see. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, this is our reality. This is our reality, yes, yes. And we're going to pay for it. So, uh, But this is really more... Uh, a showcase for short films. It's kind of a mix of, of everything oh, I do. Cool. Uh, short filmmakers, uh, and, and actually, and not short in statue, just no, short, short in length. Statue, short in length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about. Oh my gosh, James! Next, you're going to say that he's talking about short penises. Short penises. No, no he's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so uh, what it is basically is it's kind of the best use of my talents. I like to make films, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't want to stop making films. I want to just figure out a way to keep making films, but package it in a way so that people who love films could see a film every mm. week. That uh, is cool. So, you know, because folks like you, James Bartley, are way too expensive for me to work for three weeks at my rate. So uh, I would do a, I, I would come in and do a project for you for a little tiny rate. I mean, because I love working with you, buddy. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you. But unfortunately, he's alone, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just wants some money. So, we had a wonderful acting workshop. Yes, we did. And so, actually, so just great. so you know, that's where it came from. Oh, is the that right? The first show, I used to run an actor's lab called uh, The Four-Month Workout. Mm-hmm. And what we did was we taught scene, uh, actors in four months a monologue, a scene, how to perform, audition, and actually do a show. Uh, the, actually, one of the first shows we did before you came aboard was called yeah. Eight Million Stories. Wow. That concept was actually always in place. Wow. I just needed to get enough stories to actually be able to shoot some. Well, oh, wow. 10 years later, after we did about 100 shows, we now have the shows, I mean, the films ready to do. And kind of the cool thing about it is we already know the good ones because we saw them either win or fail in the theater. So I've got a fan asking here online, um, can you contribute a movie to this, a short film? Or is this something you've already... Yes, it has to be a feature like We also will acquire. So, oh, you will. Uh, we'll okay, acquire. Cool. Uh, and not in every instance. Most of them will be original works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, if it's good, I'm, I'm I'm always open to taking a look at it. Yeah, and remember, kids, that's uh, he's he's looking for mainstream stuff. This is Don't mainstream make porn guys, stuff. Not porn. Don't make a porn. Don't make a porn <laughs> short and send it in to him, dude. This would be really no. good between eight and eight thirty on ABC. Yeah, no, yeah, no. not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yes, but uh, we're also welcome to to acquiring works. But mm-hmm. the goal is to be able to use uh, uh, my contacts in a way that won't hurt them or me. Yeah, and that's why I was using you as an example, saying James, you're far too busy to give me three weeks of shooting, but mm. I can get two or three days at you or a day. Yeah, and so the concept is, my friends, I can go to and get a day out of them where most folks would need two or three weeks. A, a day or two is cool. Day yeah. or two, everybody can yeah. do a day or two. Everybody can you can do still that. stay on your show. I'm not going to break. Any, you're not going to break out any contracts. And it's it's non-union. I take it. Right? And it's it's both. Oh yeah, it's both. Is that right? Uh, nowadays, internet is both. Mm-hmm. And even if it's even if it's union, the fees they're paying are non-union fees. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You know, buddy, you and I were talking on the phone a little bit yesterday, and we were talking about what's affecting adult and mainstream uh, the film permits. 
are astronomical yeah, here guys, in, in, in Southern California. For you filmmakers uh, who don't, who are unaware, who think you just have an idea and shoot it, well, no, there's a bunch of red tape in the way. And some mm. of it's for your benefit. Some of it's just in the way. Uh, one of the things that are prohibitive for a filmmaker is you have to buy that street that you're shooting on. And that's great if you're only that's shooting on one up. street. Mm-hmm. But if you have 10 locations in a day and that fee used to be pretty insignificant, 100 $150 a day, now it's like three, four, five hundred dollars a day just to buy the street. Oh, more yeah. than that. And, and probably more than that depending yeah. on where you shoot. That's oh, yeah. For, that's for a, a small place. And I shot rates, downtown and it was $1,700. Wow. Wow. See, and well, that, that, that included the cost of the police. Yeah, because you don't have just pay for the street, you have to pay for the protection yeah. of the street. The electricity, because they had to do things with the lights, and they had to bring in the water machine. That's a one thing. And that's before anybody yeah. shows up. That's yeah. Before anybody before shows up. Before anybody shows actors. up. Oh, <laughs> that's before you've even bought a bag of potato chips, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you're a big production company, you have lots of finances, not a problem. Yeah. If you're a small production company, those fees can wreck you. And yes, what they it's can. done consistently because, unfortunately, the L.A. film industry kind of took a, we are much better than anyone else in America. And no, they'll never go anywhere. Well, actually, they've gone everywhere. <laughs> they've gone to Canada. Uh, and now recently, I because we were discussing the other day, the way it's directly affecting you guys mm-hmm. is I believe there's a, a condom law yes. in place. Yes, Explain, please, is. for those who don't know or do, or do your, or, are your listeners, listeners aware? Almost everybody knows all Most everybody's this. aware at this point. But, I mean, essentially, it's a way to try to regulate and, you know, get money out of the adult industry mm-hmm. because people aren't doing the whole permit thing anymore. Yeah. And, you know, basically the county wants their piece of the pie. And so exactly for the for you filmmakers, what does it mean you have to do that you didn't have to do before? What it means now is they're going to, in theory, look at all of the films. They're going to see uh, where it was shot. They're going to notice note if there was a condom. And in use, you mean? In use. It's, it's, it's like the diary yeah. of Anne Frank, and we're hiding in the attic from the Nazis. That's so, basically so, what it so is. So to be clear, if you want to shoot in Los Angeles. If you want to shoot in Los Angeles County. Adult. Adult. Mm-hmm. Then they're trying to make it so that The performers must use a condom, to use a condom. every mm-hmm. time. Every mm-hmm. time, even if you are a husband and wife. And yeah. it also applies to oh, couples boy, doing sex. webcam. I can't tell you how much fun that is. Oh, boy, let's look at condom sex. Wow. Well, I mean, Wicked does a great job with um, all condom well, movies. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think there's a slant like anything else for that. It's not my particular cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, personally, I'd rather see it, a, a girl drinking cum out of a funnel and <laughs> giggling about it. But, you know. It, <laughs> it doesn't... There you go again, Fisty. Okay. Hey, now. Yeah. Hey, now. Okay. But I mean... <laughs> Did she call you Fisty? Fisty, yeah. yeah. She's, she's into the anal thing. Your your friend here is like looking at us like going, oh my god! That's okay, that? James. Why don't you bend She's over like and we'll Larry show him what B, I like? Oh no, you don't. <laughs> you know we got a fan that wants us to have live sex on the air, and he just wrote in and he said, I want to see you guys have sex on the show, and I said, you have to pay for that, and he goes, I would pay to see that. How well, do you see it on the radio? But we have a show tomorrow night on Thursdays on Radio Temptation called Porn Star Game Night, and we play like win, lose, or draw, or match game, naked. Well, we could sell them a, a Skype show that just happens to that? be going on while we're doing the show. Yeah, we could do that. 
This is America. Money gets you anything. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you. Now, now we're very calm here tonight. But in the past, there's some wild stuff that's gone on. Notice the stains on the ceiling there. I mean, it's Oh, like my crazy. goodness. You guys, girls swinging from the... From from the rooftops. Mm-hmm. Well, usually I'm the one that gets people in trouble because yeah. I, it, if they give me too much alcohol, I've been known to you know take people's clothes off and Two start. Things. But doing Larry, things. It, it gets nasty on mainstream sets too. It gets pretty wild. Oh yeah, it, it, you just don't hear about it. Exactly. Uh, it's, that's where it started. It had to start somewhere. Uh, and there. then you go on to an adult set, and everybody's sitting around. You know, reading the Wall Street Journal going, mm, I'm so glad I, I well, invested in pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, actually, it's more like people no, watching movies really. on their iPad. No, it is true. I remember we did Airplane Triple X, right? And I'm sitting there with Caden Cross, and she's sitting there on her iPad, and she's checking her stocks. No on the way. New York Stock Exchange, and she was uh, buying and she was like flipping houses and stuff like that. And I was like, "Wow, this is this is a beautiful buxomy blonde, blue eyes, the typical porn star." And she wasn't sitting there doing drugs or having sex with somebody. She was waiting patiently to do her dialogue and to do her sex scene. And in the meantime, she's sitting there and she's keeping abreast on everything. And she's got BBC no America. You know, on her headphones, and she's listening to all these things. And well, it's it's kind of changed. The game's changed in the last 10, 15 years. Not, it's become yes, more, it especially for the ladies, it's become mm-hmm. more of a business. Oh, yes. You yeah. have to be. It's become yeah. a stepping stone to your empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is that. I mean, I remember, what, 10, 14 years ago? Yeah. Doing a, I was booked on some movie, and I think that was the day that I was like, oh, I'm not working with Mark Davis today, but he's hot. And so we went into one of the rooms and had sex. And did him anyhow. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, yes. All right, this is fun. Yeah, that doesn't happen so it much nowadays. It does because of the condom law and because of all of this stuff. And, and because of know. big business. Big business came in and big business mm-hmm. wants results. So they structure right. stuff. Yeah. So that air of just uh, creativity is there, but... When you get, when it starts making a billion dollars, it's serious dollars now, and you have to perform. No pun intended. Right, right. Even for your sock holders. Yes. Now, some of the great things that he's directed before. You did this wonderful series called Moesha. You worked on. Actually, actually, yes. I was. Uh, I've been very fortunate, actually, not to direct, but to act in those. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, done. I thought you directed some of those. Mm-mm, I no. acted in Seinfeld, Moesha, yeah. The Parkers, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Foxx, Martin. Yeah. Uh, uh, a whole bunch. I've been been pretty fortunate. But what was the series that you directed? You got to guest direct. Uh, was uh, actually that was a, a small film, a feature oh, film. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. And, uh, 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 it was uh, a film called uh, "The Cheapest Movie Ever Made." Cheapest movie very... ever made. Oh, that's okay. awesome! That's See, such this a great is title. why you should never smoke weed and then try to read somebody's Wikipedia page. Yes. <laughs> awesome. yes, and, 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 and I actually directed a small series for BET called uh, called uh, called Da. Uh, it's it was called brain. It's working its way down from the brain. Okay. Get up, idea, get up, get downstairs. Uh, the kid's down there, and it was called Buckwild Comedy. It made it, see? Buckwild Comedy. Buck oh, Comedy. nice. And it was the first series. Uh, if you guys know anything about filmmaking, you do a pilot first, and if it makes it, then you, you know, they, well, this, we did the pilot, we did a couple shows, they just never put it on. But it was the first show that was uh, sketch comedy mm-hmm. and cartoons hosted by cartoons. 
Wow. So it's kind of cool. It's kinda that cool. sounds like That's fun. That's so cool. And it was adult. Yeah. Well, not not adult adult, but yeah. it was for adults. Yeah, like adult swim kind of stuff. The, yeah. the mature yeah. audience. Yes. The mature audience. <laughs> yes, back then cursing was a big thing. Ten years ago, cursing was huge. Yeah. Yeah, it so, was. Yeah. You had to bleep everything out. Now if you bleep it out, they're like, why? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. now it's, it's like, uh, have you seen Archer? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I was like, wow, it's kind of out there. Yeah. Archer's Wild. All, all of these television shows, a, a, a wonderful thing that was on YouTube was um, they were talking about they were the family and stuff thought they were doing porn. And they go, no, it's not porn. It's HBO. Because <laughs> you look at HBO. You look at True Blood. You look at Games of Thrones. You look at a lot of these shows on there. Uh, Nip Tuck. All of these oh, things. Nip Tuck I mean, great. I love Nip Tuck. It's it's very much it like what we're doing the in, line. in the adult. It walks the line now. It sure does. So basically, what they're doing is they're taking what they can from you, and you know how it is, and they're going to leave the rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but you guys, I, I imagine it's got to be tougher. Now, question for yeah. you guys, you know, uh, yeah, what does that do to you guys' industries? Like, keep it here, or is that move it to other states? Well, it's a lot of stuff's going on to other states. We'd like to keep it here because we don't want to move our families and stuff to another state. That's a big thing. It's a big thing to move a production company and a studio. And is it just Los Angeles? So in other words, if you do you now have to go to Orange County? Oh, or? no. They're doing it in the whole state. Yeah, there's there's various places um, when it comes to production here in California. And there's some other cities as well that you can find smatterings of production. But... It, most of us would prefer to stay here. This is where, this is where you came. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about New Orleans. They're talking about New Hampshire. It'll never I mean, happen in New Orleans. Never. I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in New Orleans. And it, there used to be just like one swing club down there that was really upscale. Now mm-hmm. there's like a, a dungeon slash swing club down there. <laughs> it seems and, like to be a dungeon down in New Orleans. Oh, uh, yeah. From what I understand, there's a great dungeon. How could you have a dungeon in New Orleans? It floods over there. Is it an underwater dungeon? <laughs> oy, oy, what? Oy. Really? What? Is it an underwater dungeon? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, we're getting off the topic here. We're talking about him. What? Well, okay. yeah. Well, here, okay. well, Hoda, Hoda, I, have another drink of wine. Okay. Dude, you know what? I don't ever want to drink again. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> I am so hungover still yeah. from yesterday. Oh, did you did you put one on yesterday? Mm. <sighs> Wow, yesterday was rough. What were you guys celebrating? Tuesday? Life, yeah. (laughs) Exactly, it was all about Tuesday. It's basically celebrating Tuesday, yeah. Larry, um, you get recognized for a lot of stuff. Probably the one that's probably going to be the most thing that fans come up to is Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, yes I am. Everybody loves that one. Thank you so much. And we got really, really lucky. Yeah. Uh, years ago, actually, interesting story. Uh, back in the 80s, now it's very funny to talk about how things have changed. I played, uh, for those who haven't seen the film, I played Lamar Luttrell. In it. Actually, Lamar Luttrell. Uh, and, uh, and I'm a little happier. I'm gay. Yeah. In the movie. But uh, I was actually talking to my girlfriend and telling the other day, I, uh, boy, I played gay in a time when you only had to act gay. Yeah. Now, today, Mm-hmm. You got to prove you're gay. <laughs> you got to kiss somebody. You got to be felt. Something got to go on. And, and, and things hello. have changed. And now That is gay. so true. Yeah, hello, Brokeback Mountain. Yes. I mean, yeah. well, a, a modern family. Yeah, yeah. or... Um, there you go. Uh, 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 what? Uh, uh, Michael Douglas. Snappers. 
Oh, oh Beyond the Candelabra. Yeah, Beyond yeah. the Candelabra. I actually thought that was really good. It was a good I one. I was impressed. Yeah. I was impressed by how far they went. Yeah. Because till this, because if you don't really show guys together, it's not really gay. It's just, you know, football team hanging out at that point. You know, uh, the difference is they stay in the shower together. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get now, out. <laughs> was it tough playing that part? Because did you get pigeonholed? Into a, a stereotypical well, roles. Well, I tell you what happens. Very interesting because, and it's kind of hard to understand right now because we're so far from that. But this was back in 1984. Yeah. And when we did, uh, we did it in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Let's just put this with this way: there was only one foreign car in Tucson, so they weren't wow. really open oh, to wow. things un-American. Wow. And uh, that back then was deemed un-American. That coupled with the fact that I was kind of into, uh, I would stay in character. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the shoot, so they actually thought I was gay, uh, which meant one eight hundred no pussy. I'm sorry, did I say? <laughs> no, you can say that. You, you can uh, fucking swear. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, uh, but I had to stay in character. And then when I finished it, we never thought it was going to be as big as it was. Wow! It, it really, really hit. It's a cult. It, it became a cult classic. Yeah. And then yeah. I got the reverse action. First, I got the yeah, 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 yeah. With it's really, really funny. We love you. And then from the brothers, I got that's him. You know, I got the, the you know the one time brother gonna be in a movie, he got to be gay. And uh, well, what about Space Camp? Well, I wasn't gay in that when I was happy. See the difference? Yeah. <laughs> God, that's so funny. Space Revenge Camp was nerd. a good movie. Space I watched Camp that the other movie. night. It was fun. Very interesting phenomenon with that. That was going to be uh, the biggest film by ABC Circle Films at the time. They were launching their whole movie division. Mm-hmm. We finished it. It was with Kate Capshaw, Kelly Preston. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kate I've, Donovan. I feel like mm-hmm. the biggest nerd because I'm like, I loved that movie. It <laughs> <laughs> was, was a good movie. It actually was. Yeah. There was only one problem. The space shuttle blew up right after we shot it. Yeah, That's that might right. be a problem. It kind of killed the climate for space shuttle movies. Yeah. yeah. God. Uh, and so uh, that was just the timing thing. That's another thing in the industry that you have no... Mm-hmm. You have no control over it. You know, even after you do a great film, there's so many variables that have to be in place. Mm-hmm. So many green lights, if you will, that have to all be green yeah. to make it to success. Uh, it, that's why you commend anybody who gets there because it's tough. You know, and by the time you mm-hmm. see it, you know this, James, by the time you actually see, like, how long were you thinking about doing this program before you actually got on the air yeah. and did it? It doesn't just happen the second you think it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with film, it's usually two to five years from in- initial inception right. to fruition. Because so, it has oh, to damn. go through all this distribution stuff, and somebody, some, yeah, somebody that just blows your head, right? Because an yeah. adult, well, it's like we're going through. Well, we'll think about it today. We shoot it next week. Well, no, yeah. actually, and it's was, out in the stores on uh, the following week. I was just thinking. Now I don't feel so bad that my comic book has been ten years in the making. Yeah, yeah, that's true. no James Cameron, who's Mr. Avatar and all that, was a truck driver mm-hmm. uh, before he broke. Yeah. And a limo driver, and he drove others and hung around it all. So you just never know where it's coming from. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the cool thing about it. Uh, the kind of crazy thing about it is you don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and with the industry, uh, the voracious appetite is good and bad. It's good if, you know, the good thing about the industry is they always need something new. Mm-hmm. The messed up thing about the industry is they always need something new. And that's great if you're new. <laughs> but if you're not new, guess what? They still need something new. So if you can't change and remodel yourself and retool and reinvent yourself and present yourself back to the industry every couple of years, you get left with where you were or you get typecast as you were mm-hmm. uh, and you can't get out of it. And it's different for everybody. I mean, 
The whole industry. Do you dead. think? Do you think that the permits are going to get lowered? That the governor or the mayor, or somebody is going to sit there and say, you know, enough is enough. We got to keep this production here. They have to because they've lost in the last twenty years. They've lost something. They've lost billions of dollars. That's right. They used to. I remember when the industry started. I used to laugh because they said you're going up to Canada. You go. Oh, you go to Canada, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd laugh uh, because that meant you were basically banished. <laughs> mm-hmm. You went to no filmlandia. Now, My friend Jim is a producer of Supernatural. They're filming it up there in Canada. Now, and it's 35% amazing. of the business is shot there. Yeah. yeah. 35% of $8 billion is a lot of money. American yeah. Horror Story is actually filming their new season in New Orleans again. Yeah. And um, I just had somebody who is close to me that's trying to get on that. And they're nuts because they're starting to film this at the beginning of hurricane season. Yeah. Who the hell? That's a good idea. They have incentives. Exactly. What it is is what other states are giving, and some of the states are giving up to 40% back on your dollar. It's hard to look at. If you're a business person, and I say I have to pay $10,000 for for this car, Mm -hmm. or $4,000 for it, Mm -hmm. it's the same car. Yeah. Which one are you going to buy? Of course. $4,000. So other states are offering that break. Uh, California, Los Angeles specifically, is not matching it. Yeah. So what happens is if you have a production as a business person, it just makes sense to save yeah. money. That's all it is. It's really that simple. You know, uh, pay $100 or pay $40. I'm going to pay $40 every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. It's a no-brainer. we we got to take a call here real quick here. Hi, caller. Who's this? Where are you calling from tonight? Hey, it's Colleen in Denver. How y'all doing? Colleen. Hello, Colleen. How are you? Say hello to the incomparable Mr. Larry B. Scott. Hi, it's Hi. awesome to say hello to you. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Colleen. How you doing? Good. How are you? What is your question? I'm really enjoying the show tonight. Um, I was wondering about the industry, or not all of it, obviously, but some of it moving here to Colorado. I know that uh, Tarantino is filming here now. Yes, he is. Um, and since we're 420, people from California might be a little bit more comfortable here. What do you think about that? I think uh, what you're saying is exactly what the states are smartly doing, other than the state of California. So do you think they did, they made it 420 friendly to bring actors over there? No, no, no. I think they did it to get tax money. Yeah, that's that money, man. They got tired of missing that money, didn't they, Colleen? That's, that's right. <laughs> like right. Well, not only that, only we raised $1.9 million thus far for schools. Wow. Uh, crime is actually down. Yeah, because you don't have to go steal your weed no more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, when was the last time you heard about a pothead going to rob a house, you yeah, know? you just don't That's do right. it. Now you think about it and you mm. fall asleep. It's 7-Eleven, maybe. Did I need a Slim Jim Doritos and Mountain Dew right now? <laughs> you know, we never get there, but yeah, we think about it. No, no but you're exactly right, Colleen, if you are. Uh, it, it, the states are smart. Anything you can do to draw production to your state and they're basically playing copycat. They're seeing what New Orleans has done. They're seeing what Atlanta has done. They're seeing what even Michigan's doing now. Yeah. And not for every production, but for some folks, that's, you know, it's hard to turn around. And then, and then you add the 420 to it? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that our state did the same thing as a lot of states with gambling and jumped in and, and said, yeah, let's approve that. And I grew up in Nevada, and they didn't realize when they approved gambling, much like New Orleans and the other places, that there was a lot of things you didn't want in your city that came along with inviting that in. Um, do you think that they're going to find that with porn? Is there, is there a seedy side that a state might be like, hey, come film here, and then, and then oh, there's, there's a part of it we didn't want? I don't think we're ever going to see porn shot up there, sweetheart. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, the perception is that bringing porn production brings a seedy element. Do I necessarily think that? No, mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. But there is that perception. I think there's, you know, there's a percentage of bad apples in any bunch. Mm-hmm. And, and if you sure. only concentrate on those bad apples, yeah, is it going to be some one crazy guy out of a thousand people that shoot there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's he going to shoot? We don't know. He hasn't done it yet. Um, yeah. Colorado's a beautiful state. Beautiful people up there at great locations. We'd love to shoot mainstream and adult stuff up there. But it's difficult to pick up a whole production company and get up there. And then, and then you're putting people, good people, out of work here in Southern yeah, California. Yeah. And you have to deal with obscenity laws. Yeah, oh, never thought about that. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and every state and county is different. Exactly. So you, you kind of, once you find a place to, to lay your head, you kind of want to stay there. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, it, it, technically in the U.S., the only two places it's legal to shoot adult-oriented material is Los Angeles County and uh, New Hampshire. Mm, really right. not florida not new york not no, florida no, not new york no, no, florida believe it or not is more most one of the more conservative states yes mm-hmm. yes you do not want to get in trouble in florida they still have the blue law you know you can't drink and it's never always if you know anything about the south they have a blue law which means you can't right. drink on sunday or even purchase alcohol. that's right it's a uh, dry sundays yeah. Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, it does what you said, Colleen. It makes you buy a shitload of beer on Saturday. <laughs> you got to make it to Monday. And done that. I, I, Kiki will appreciate this. I went to the store last night, picked up my Everclear. I had to get a hurricane on. See? See? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was just in Tijuana, and um, we picked up a, a big bottle of the, the real Everclear that, that you can't get in the U.S. Right. And... Um, yeah, you can use that to clean yeah. metal. It's so <laughs> octane. That's actually what we use it for. We, we use it as a cleaning agent. Up here, we use it in, up in the mountains. We use it in our uh, cars to keep, keep the windows clean of ice. If you're up in the like Vale, when I lived up there for a year, wow. you get the cheapest vodka you can or whatever. You pour it into your reservoir. That's what you clean the windows with because the windshield wiper just does not work. It freezes? Is that what it is? Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. Helpful, yeah. uh, helpful tip there. Yeah. <laughs> Not good if you get pulled over because then the police are a little bit, you know, why do you smell? <laughs> There's a lot more sobriety tests up there, but, you know. Could you please yeah, clean works. your windows? It's so good to hear you back on the show. I, I miss you horribly when you're not there. And, Larry, that was I, I'm really enjoying y'all this evening. Aw, thank, well, thank you, Thank you so much, Colleen. It's always a, a great to hear See, from you. See, did you hear that? Colleen wanted to make sure you heard her say, she misses me when I'm not on the show, James. I do. So Nick. I mean, the other guests are lovely. The other guest hosts are lovely. The lady last week was was charming and wonderful, but they're not my Kiki, man. Oh, see, that's so nice. That is so nice. Well, Kiki's going to be getting her own show very soon. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. she's growing up. She's getting her own show over at Radio Temptation. She'll still be coming in and uh, guest hosting here and on Point Star Game Night. But uh, it's time for Kiki to fly out of the nest, and she's going to have her own show over at Radio know. Temptation. Isn't that exciting? It's Yay! called the Fisty that is Hour. Very exciting. <laughs> you might be looking at a, at a James and Kiki version of All About Eve someday. Oh, good one. Not going to happen. <laughs> but nice, nice chat. Right, thanks, y'all. You have a good evening. All right. Bye, Thank you, Colleen. Always good hearing from you, baby. 
All right. That's our good friend, Colleen. All right, Larry, why don't we uh, wrap stuff up? Where can everybody find you? Where would talk about the uh, project again? Okay. Uh, well, uh, to bring things around full circle, uh, mm-hmm. please look out for a project called 8 Million Stories, Eight a.k.a. Millions. The Grind. Okay. Uh, right now, follow us on Twitter at hashtag the grind short you can also follow the gentleman who is the major media uh social media side of that his name is jules spencer he stars in it mm-hmm. also produced it very good and i think you'll like it uh you can follow you can follow him at yule spencer on twitter yule or jewel oh, i'm sorry why you jewel not jewel it's y-u-l yule you're like brenna Y U L Spencer S P E N C E R. He's got a grip of followers. He keeps everybody updated on the project. He's very, very good. Funny guy was a, a, a comedian. My right, my right hand man. I see him all the time. Myers like, yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and he's uh, he's very driven, very focused. Also, his producing partner is Danita Jones. You can also do at D A N I T A Jones, and you follow them. And she's a producer on reality TV. She's very, very good. Oh, and cool. together they have Shoshin Entertainment, which collaborated with my company, which is Wit Filmworks. You're writing all this down. Uh, Wit there Filmworks. will be a quiz later. The quiz later. <laughs> and uh, our goal and my goal is to bring fun, interesting entertainment to the masses, mm-hmm. and have a place where you know that you can go. And either laugh your ass off, get scared, uh, be suspensed to death, be see some cartoons, entertain, but just where you can just lose yourself for a couple hours. Very cool. Now, once again, um, if there is a young filmmaker and they want to submit something, I don't. I, you're probably going to get a lot of submissions on this. Where would they send something to? Well, you? I would go through your Spencer SpencerTime.com mm-hmm. uh, for now and uh, label it. You know. Uh, submitting for 8 million stories. Here's mm-hmm. the, the criteria. It can't be over 22 minutes. And uh, mm-hmm. it's got to be really good, guys. Yeah. Don't send me some stuff that, you know, you just got a camera and you're going, look, look at this here. It's me walking down the hallway. Yeah. yeah. Not interested. Yeah. yeah. And, and don't send stupid penis tricks or stupid booby tricks. No, yeah. That's going to be her show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll love those submissions for that. She'll, she'll, she'll be like that. Yeah, you love that stuff. <laughs> nice. And so, hey. if you want to catch me, uh, I'm available on Twitter also mm-hmm. at uh, lbz17, and it's the brother version. So that's l b e e z e e one seven. Isn't that uh, amazing? We have to do all that shit because back in the days when we were doing stuff, we didn't have that Twitter and oh that Instagram and the Facebook and the, my all son that. is so much better at it than I am. I know I'm yeah. showing my age right now, but he just exactly my kids are better at it too, and that's a funny thing about it. We it's like we're dinosaurs. We got to get hip to this stuff. My son asked me when he was young the cutest thing. He said, "Dad, in the old days, were you in black and white?" <laughs> Get what, what? <laughs> no, like the movies. No, everything wasn't in black and white. That's <laughs> film. That's awesome. That is I'm awesome. Bridge has it. been built. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the incomparable, very multi-talented Mr. Larry B. Scott. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I'll come back and bother you guys in the future when we're uh, when thing is picked up and there's something to tell you where it is. I love it. I love it. All right, Larry. Thank you so much for coming in tonight. Let's break away for a commercial. We're going to be back with Jimmy Hollywood right after this. Jimmy Broadway. 
Looking for that perfect adult novelty item to enhance your love life? Then look no further than Pipe Dream Products. Pipe Dream Products has remained the number one adult novelty company in the world for over 20 years. And year after year, Pipe Dream Products has received praise from consumers and the industry alike for their award-winning products. Everything from bachelorette and bachelor party accessories, clothing, love dolls, sexy fun games, top-of-the-line vibrators and dildos, lube, fetish gear, and a new Fifty Shades of gray inspired line you'll see that pipe dream products really has it all and pipe dream products always gives their customers great products at a fair price pipe dream products is sold in stores nationwide or you can visit them now at their site at pipedreamproducts.com that's pipedreamproducts.com you want to have that perfect experience right well then get that perfect product today from pipe dream products AVN.com is your one-stop site to go for all of the exciting and updated news on the adult film industry. AVN.com has it all with the latest and breaking industry news, a comprehensive listing of the latest releases on the charts, movie and site reviews, editorials, a large picture gallery from the latest movies being made and special events, industry performer profiles, and the latest entertainment news segments from AVN Live. AVN Live is one of the hottest new entertainment news programs about the adult film industry with in-depth fun and informative segments 2015 avn expo and awards program will once again be taking place at the exciting hard rock hotel and casino in las vegas in january 2015 and as always this is the place to see and be seen the telecast of awards event is seen every year on showtime avn.com it really is your one-stop place to go for all the best in the adult film industry visit the site now at avn.com And we're back, folks. 
I'm James Bartolet. And I'm Kiki Dare. And this is Inside the Industry. And our special guest in the studio now, the second hour of our show. Let's put our hands together for performer, producer, actor. He's a great chef also. Oh my God, yes he is. I actually am. He <laughs> <laughs> actually is. Let's give it up for Mr. Jimmy Broadway. Yay! Hello, Jimmy. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. God, you know, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, I met last week, and he was supposed to be on another show, and that show got canceled. Um, and I said, you know, my God, we've got to get this guy on, because he's got s- such a tale to tell. He's got so much stuff, and he graciously came on the show here tonight. So thank you so much for coming down here. Oh, like I said, thank yeah. you for having me. It's always yeah. nice to be invited to places. Now, tell us about Severe Society. Severe Society is a fetish film production company. Uh-huh. We've been around for seven years. And the fetish thing is very, very big right now. Actually, you know what? Jimmy told me before he got here that he's casting, and he has a role that would be perfect for you, James. I don't like the way you said <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you're okay with black latex gloves, right? Kiki, I don't trust you. I don't fucking trust you. The sequel? Yeah! No. no. Yeah! No, Kiki, you are not putting anything in my ass. Well, I didn't say something about anything. I was thinking more of Your a number of no. large objects. No! What, what is this? What are you doing over there, Jim? Come on. Things okay. like this. Oh my God! He's holding up the cover now. It's called "Slut Bottom Chris Meets the Prostate Assassins." Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's awesome! Oh my God! Look at Kiki. Her nipples are fucking hard like rocks right now. She's so turned on. By well, this. yeah. Like it's not often that you see a guy that is just this amazing power bottom, and Slut Bottom Chris is unbelievable. Like, the things God. that he can put in his anal orifice is Fuck. just astounding. Hildo and 18-inch dildo. Kiki Dare, Aiden Star, pervy neighbor, punished. Oh, my God. Sandy Skarsgård, not to be confused with um, the Skarsgård, the mainstream actor. Okay. No. Eden Alexander, Carolyn Pierce, uh, Lena Sky, Mistress De Severe, Megan Cox, and Slut... Bottom Chris. <laughs> he can't even say it. He's so scared. I can't say it. It's a, some of these girls I recognize. Wow. That's yeah. actually a pretty good representation of Thanks. various Is established Is this the one that you were talking performers. about that you just finished that one day and you came in so happy? Probably. Yeah. Was it that one or your scene oh my from God. Treacherous? Now, is this a picture of a girl actually sticking her foot in a guy's ass? It's actually a product called the Hildo, and it's a foot-mounted strap-on harness. Okay, now, listen, I know that there's listeners out there that really get off on this. This is not my cup of tea at all. But, I mean, this is part of our industry, right? It's part of our industry. Mm -hmm. And this is wild that we have this mainstream director, producer, actor on... 
accomplished guy. And here is another producer, actor, accomplished man in the adult industry. And what's funny is we both started in mainstream short films. Oh, that's right. You did. Tell us about how you got started, buddy. Uh, I, well, I mean, I go back doing video work to when I was 16 years old in local cable. Yeah. Uh, Primary live events and things like that. But Uh over the years, we, uh, my wife hooked up through her writers group with mm-hmm. a bunch of other writers who were all frustrated because they couldn't get they had these ideas and nobody would listen to them to make their films and they go well yeah we've got 10 people here that's enough for a short film crew oh sure you know, it is yeah. you know sean has a camera and so and so's got you know a backyard and, and they started looking at what everybody had and we created a co-op where we produced over 60 short films Wow. In three years. And what format did you shoot that on? Uh, primarily DV. Oh, okay. Uh, although cool. it was interesting, the second one we shot was actually shot on the old Fisher-Price Pixel Cam. Oh, son of a gun. Because we had one really artistic bastard in the group who wanted to do all these stupid things like, yeah, I got this old Pixel Cam at a garage sale and yeah. I want to shoot a real movie on it. I remember like, those. Well, they, yeah. they recorded video on audio cassettes. Right. And it was pretty outrageous. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, you know, it was black and white and it was horribly pixelated and mm-hmm. just the worst possible quality. But, but if you wanted to make an artistic kind of Fellini statement, right. you could do that with that. Process. So we did all these short films, mm-hmm. and at the same time, my wife and I are both lifestyle fetish players. Okay, so your wife uh, started out with the mainstream stuff with you, and she's now doing the adult stuff with Correct. you. Correct. We, oh, okay, we are cool. the co-owners of Severe Society. Is it hard to be married and doing the scenes and stuff like that and keeping the, the marriage going? Is that difficult? No, because we both understand it's business. Mm, it's okay. not like I'm going to out to clubs and picking up women and doing stuff. You're doing I, it I show on up set. on a set. Mm-hmm. We do whatever it is is planned for that day. At the end of the day, we you know everybody packs up. Everybody and goes packs home. up. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. get a hug. Would you and recommend shake this? Hands and yeah. would you recommend this for a, a young a swing couple to maybe do this? Oh, uh, yes or no. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, for us, I mean, we started in adult uh, shortly after my 40th birthday. Wow. Good for you. Good for so, you. So, obviously, our and we had been together for six years at that point. Mm-hmm. So, our relationship was pretty stable to begin with. But would you say you would recommend it? Uh, this is something that they want to venture into. Yeah, I don't think most young couples are prepared mm-hmm. for it. Okay. Maybe, an, uh, well, how about a middle-aged couple? Would you say somebody that's doing swinging could do this? Possibly. Yeah? I think really it's more about maturity than, you know, age or whether you swing or any of that. Because you have to be able to communicate. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to... Um, accept each other's goals right. and that's something that typically comes later in life as we've gotten right. more practice at relationships mm-hmm. and more um, practice at healthy relationships right and a lot of this stuff is very taboo stuff but it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and i think one of the big reasons is the 50 shades of gray obviously 
Oh, that's a big part of it. Yeah. I mean, all this, everything that we shoot has been going on for decades in bedroom centuries. Betty Page did very soft stuff of this kind of thing. Ben Franklin did this stuff. No, Jimmy. The old Hellfire Club outside of London. Okay, now you got to explain yourself now. Okay. Uh, there was a group of English aristocrats mm-hmm. that formed this thing called the Hellfire Club. This and is a true story. This is a true story. Okay. Uh, I've actually been to the caves where they met in High Wycombe, which is a small town outside of London. Right. Uh, they found these old caverns down there, and it was their clubhouse. And they would have these wild, kinky sex orgies down there. Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin and members of the English aristocracy. Wow. That is fucking incredible. Yeah. And, I mean, they were doing, you know, transvestitism. They were playing with the dildos of the day. uh, Well, I mean, Washington had a wooden tooth, so I guess they had wooden dildos? I don't uh, know. Wooden, uh, leather. (laughs) I don't know. What? Leather? Yeah. Wow. Um, Son of a gun. That is so... I never had a guess it's come on with a historical fact like that. Thank you very much, Jimmy. That is really... That's one for the books, man. Hold on. We got to call... educate as well. Yeah. We got to take this call here because I bet they want to talk about this. Hi, caller. Who's this? Where you calling from? Hello, caller. Hey, it's Colleen again. I have totally heard of the Hellfire Club. It was... um, Founded by um, Sir Wharton, Sir, uh, Sir Francis Dashwood of Wharton. Whoa. He's just haunted now. So another person knows about this. I feel like I've been out on, under a rock or something. That is incredible. Oh, King has been around since, what, the Aztec art? I mean, come on. Yeah, Kink has been around a long, long time, James. Not kink.com, kinky stuff. Kinky, yeah. 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 Kinky. Well, I mean, come on, the, the original Eve in the Bible before Eve, the story is that there was Lilith, and Lilith was, uh, she wasn't created from Adam, she was created whole, as Adam was, supposedly, and she got cast out because she wanted to be on top. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know Ooh. what story you're talking about, Colleen. Right? Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's been around for as long as human beings have. Son of a gun. That's wild. That's wild. Do you, do you have a question you want to ask Jimmy here? No, I just want to keep listening, but I just wanted to say, yeah, that's for real. That's a okay. real thing. Right on. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Colleen. Bye. Okay. All right. Boy, I tell you, we've got great listeners in here. They know about all of this stuff. This is cool. So go on now. The, the, you, were, you were getting to something. Uh what was I getting at? Oh, yeah. how we got in. Yeah. So we had been lifestyle players for years, ever since we met. I've mm-hmm. uh, been going to a club uh, over by LAX called Passive Arts. Oh. And ever since we started going there, the owner was hitting on D going, you know, if you ever want to work here, you know, we'd love to have you come down. You should try it. And <laughs> after about two and a half years of this, we finally said, Hell, why not? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're signing a long-term contract or anything. You go yeah. in, and if it's not for you, it's not for you. And you right. walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she tried it. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, And working as a pro dominatrix was not for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because of the clients and their needs didn't really suit the way she liked to play. Yeah. Um, But he had shot two DVDs before we got there. And he was looking to shoot a third. Mm. And he heard that we had been doing all these films and asked if we could shoot his third DVD for him. Mm -hmm. We shot his third through his ninth. Wow. And we got him onto Clips for Sale back in the early days of Clips for Sale. The early days when you made money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to, to no offense you, to clip for sale, yeah, but a lot of people are waiting for their check. No, yeah. you're still doing very well with it. Yeah, but, they are uh, doing very well. It's a good to, company. To give you an idea, I think a current store number is something around eighty or 90,000. Wow. Uh, his first store was in the 2000s. Yeah. Son of a gun. Wow. So it was very early. Uh, we got to experiment with it mm-hmm. and make a lot of stupid mistakes. Yeah. Uh, like, you're really not going to make any money doing a full store of wet and messy stuff just mm-hmm. because it costs so much to make. Yeah. And cleaning up after it is a real pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against the people that are into wet and messy. It's just uh, me and an, our other cameraman were shooting a full day of wet and messy scenes and after about the third one, we go, we're spending an awful lot of time mopping. Wow. Why are we doing all the mopping? And then you got to, uh, you could get stuff on the lens and everything. Get yeah. that all fucked up. Yeah. yeah, it's not that big a deal. But yeah. It was it was more the mopping. Yeah. Lots and lots of mopping. And yeah, look at Kiki. She's salivating here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. not yeah. really. Mopping, no matter how cute somebody is doing it. It, it's still mopping. Yeah, yeah. There, there comes a point when you're just okay. I'm but over you the like make you like making wet and messy. I actually am not the biggest fan of messy because it's a pain in the butt. Um, <laughs> Literally, and I typically, you know, have you know extensions or, or what have you. And the last thing I want to do is be you know pulling honey out of hair extensions. Yeah, it, it's not my idea of fun. Why do you work with uh, Kiki so much? I mean, she is a beautiful, sexy lady. But what what is the chemistry you guys have got? You've uh, done a lot together. Yeah, we've done, what, four or five features now? And yeah. numerous clips. It's, I mean, she's very easy to work with. Mm-hmm. She's very professional, mm-hmm. beautiful, talented, into a lot of the stuff that we're shooting. And that's helps. the important part. Yeah. That's the meat and the potatoes of it. Yeah. You've got to be into uh, And it. that's been kind of one of the ground rules with the company from the beginning is <coughs> it, it's authentic fetish. Do you have a problem getting ca- getting things cast? Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how do you call up an agent and say, I need this girl to do blah, 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 blah? I usually don't. I oh. hate to deal with agents. Mm. Uh, mainly because, A, they don't like you talking to their talent. They would rather deal with you and then send you a talent. But as a, a producer and director in Fetish, I need informed consent from my talent. Bingo. If, exactly. If I'm doing something with a girl, I need to know what her limits are, what her mm-hmm. experience is, what her background is, how proficient she is at the activity. Mm-hmm. If there's anything in her, her life that this could be a trigger for. 
Uh, right. There's so, been a lot of controversy with the particular company here, and then somebody was saying that somebody contracted something on that set, which has not been proven, so it's not true. But um, do you have a lot of safety measures for protection yes. from STDs and so forth? Uh, I mean, protection from STDs, no more than any other legitimate company producing porn. Now, what about with the condom law in effect? That's going to affect you greatly. Right? Uh, it won't affect us greatly because we don't shoot a lot of penetration. Really? Uh, I mean... Because that one picture looks like the guy's getting penetrated. Yeah, but but it's it's a toy. It's not a human body part. Ah, There's no fluid exchange. I see. Uh, we actually use a lot of condoms for uh, dildo insertions just because it makes cleanup a lot easier. Yeah, uh, but, but I could see Cal OSHA getting all hot under the collar and Michael Weinstein going, "Well, you got to put a condom on everything." Right? Cal OSHA would probably be a bit more concerned with some of the other things we did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the great things about working with Severe Society is it's a, a true fetish company. And there was a time when fetish porn did not intermingle with straight porn. Mm. And when I say that, I mean, if you were shooting a fetish movie... Nine times out of ten, there wasn't going to be straight sex. There wasn't going to be actual penetration. Um, so a lot of these movies, there's no actual fucking. It's just correct. this yeah, uh, stuff. I mean, I've got five. How do you describe that? It's not. It's not fucking. It's. It's sexual. It's sexual, and, and it's completely I, I sexual. I usually call it something like traditional boy-girl sex. Ha ha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, out of the five samples I brought you, there is not a single penis going into a vagina. Wow. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, um, there's a lot of traditional boy-girl straight sex that Mm -hmm. goes hand-in-hand with, you know, the spankings and the the, the tying and uh, the, the various fetish acts. But there was a time when that just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's not that people didn't want to see it. Companies just didn't shoot it. Well, now, what is this here? Now, now, Kiki, here's a picture of you. You look like you're jacking off a guy with your feet. Yeah, it's a foot job. Yeah. So the guy does come, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the penis doesn't go inside of the vagina. No. no. Or the mouth or the ear or the butt. Or- no. Nothing. Under her arm? Underarm fucking? No. No no underarm fucking. No no weird smelly underarm stuff. Even though I wouldn't say that's weird. (laughs) It's just not my cup of tea. This is very interesting. And I think this is something, again, it's an acquired taste. Yes. But this is something that is huge all over the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, we sell to Japan. We sell to Eastern Europe. They love it over there, huh? They're really into the tickling. They love their tickling. Tickling. Where's your tickling? Uh, I don't don't think I brought a tickle. Okay. I have a ton of those. Um, And the tickle stuff does sell really, really well. Tickling, yeah. Yes, the tickling sells very well. Wow. It's amazing. This is absolutely amazing. Because I, I think for a lot of us, we didn't even know this existed to this extent. 
I mean, we knew a little bit about some of the BDSM stuff, but right. I mean, this is wow. That's all I could say. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Wow. I mean, it's really incredible. I think this is something that people should look at if you're really curious about this thing and make your own judgments. The nice and thing the, about it is in the past, if if you lean in one of these directions, mm-hmm. sometimes it was hard to discuss it with somebody. Yeah. But now you can go out and you can get a video and you can watch the video together and kind of judge each other's reactions. And mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it's not your partner's cup of tea, but it's a lot easier to approach the subject rather than, hi, here's a bullwhip. Would you hit me with it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been in positions like that where you're, you're trying to figure out how to broach the topic. And yes, hi, here's a flogger. Hit me. It doesn't really work in certain yeah. circumstances. And to be honest, it shouldn't because if your partner has never picked up a flogger before, they shouldn't be hitting a human with it. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. Yeah, I mean, one of the things about fetish that that people might not realize mm-hmm. is it tends to be much more about the psychological. It tends to be more about the story. Um, it's also a lot more involved because if you're into rope play, well, guess what? You also need to understand biology and physiology because if you... Bingo. Tie someone too tightly at a pressure point, mm-hmm. you can do damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your safe word, Jim? Uh, it depends on if I'm on camera or off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a different system. We actually have a system on camera. I mean, obviously, if something's going really wrong, we just cut. Yeah. And that stops everything. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we have a code word for if something is getting getting too hard or a problem is developing mm-hmm. but you it's not so bad that we have to stop right just to back things off end the scene and that way you, you and don't... you're observing to see if somebody's bleeding or somebody's oh, yeah. bruised or something yeah, yeah or uh, passing out and yeah. a lot of times they don't even know that Say what? how far gone because you you get into you get a, so into you the get scene. into a headspace and they if but I'll look up and I'll see their hands are starting to to turn white from whoa well if you've been in this position for too long oh yeah or, yeah, yeah. Or if if something you know if the bondage gets too tight and, mm-hmm. and cuts off circulation yeah uh, so you'll I'll notice just from behind the camera sometimes before either the participants will mm-hmm. that it's starting to go a little too long and we need to wrap it up, move on. Now, has this changed your life personally a lot working in these films? Oh, it's led me to try a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just get a, a lot more uh, adventuresome as people, I mean, people will write to us and say, you know, could you produce? Oh, you like know, specialty. This? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we get, fuck we yeah. get custom work all the time. Yeah. Uh, or we'll just be kind of just going through clips for sale and looking mm-hmm. at what, what top sellers are and say, well, that's kind of a different one. Yeah. And some of those we'll, we'll try some, we won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, to be honest, until I started 
shooting foot fetish, I really wasn't that into feet. Really? And I've kind of developed the fetish by practice. Because I think there's some women that have got some very, very sexy feet, and I've I've let the girl jack me off with their feet. And then some girls that just like calluses and fucking weird nails, and I was like, don't even get that near me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can so, totally relate. Yes, that's very true. That's very, very true. Um, now... What is some new projects that you've got coming up, Jim? The Our latest project mm-hmm. is a film called Treacherous. Treacherous? It, now, is this a feature or this is just a feature. Gonzo? It's a feature. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, got a storyline. It has a storyline. It was co-directed by my wife, Dee Severe, mm-hmm. and Aiden Starr. Mm-hmm. And it deals with the behind-the-scenes goings-on at an underground sex and bondage club. Mm. Okay. Uh, right now, we're working on distribution for it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's completed. You All- should always get the distribution deal first. I, I don't want to tell your business, but yeah, you should always get that done. <laughs> well, it was it, we've got options on it that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we would like the best distribution deal possible. Jim, I got to ask you this because I know a couple of fans are asking this too. Do you? notice that you're getting a lot of piracy from your type of movies you make like the rest of us are yeah we we see piracy oh you do uh Mm -hmm. whether it it's as much as other Mm -hmm. you know other companies i don't know uh we have yet to see really a the cost benefit of seriously fighting it Mm mm-hmm um, and you know, being a, a smaller company and having our stuff being a, a bit more niche, a lot of people, unless they're really into it, don't know it exists. Yeah. Uh, the people that are into the various fetishes, they will seek it out and they'll find it. But a lot of them don't necessarily tend to be the pirate types. Right. Um, I mean, it's amazing, though, in our industry and in mainstream, as Larry was saying also, uh, piracy is all over the entertainment industry. Oh, Because people just think they should get everything for free, you know? And that's the terrible thing about it. I mean, it goes back to guys stealing cable. Oh, yeah, that's right. The old scramble box thing. Yeah, Yeah, right. Well, even pre-scramble box. I mean, I remember when cable first came out, You'd go down to Radio Shack and get an get an RF splitter and go down to your neighbor's ba- you know your best friend's basement and cut his cable and splice it and put the splitter in and run one over to your bedroom. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh... But people think that that's really cool to do that, and actually, it hurts not only yourself but it hurts all of us yeah. out there, and it, it hurts. Because then it's tough for us to get distribution deals. It's tough for us to sell the movies. It's tough for us to just do everything yeah. we're doing. I mean, if, yeah. if, if we don't make money on the movies, then we can't make more movies. Right. Exactly. As much fun as we Basically. have doing it, mm-hmm. it's still, there, there's a cost to every frame we shoot. Mm-hmm. And if we can't pay that cost, we can't shoot. You just said an interesting thing there about the fun. When is there? Do you think, Jim, there's going to be a day you're just going to say, This isn't fun anymore? You're going to go to D and you're going to say, This isn't fun anymore. I don't want to do this. Or do you think you're going to keep doing this for years and years? I think we'll keep doing it in some way. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she's almost completely left the performing side of things. Uh-huh. Uh, just because she's kind of gotten bored with it. Right. Uh, but she still loves to direct and loves to edit. Mm-hmm. So at, at some point, we'll probably wind down the performing side of it and just... You know, stay directors and producers and editors. And I mean, for, for me, I love to light. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've done a couple of, I uh, did uh, David Aaron Clark's final uh, Pure for Evil Angel. Oh, uh, Which yeah. was one of the most amazing lighting experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Because David just said, here's kind of what I want. Go do it. And left me alone to just basically paint with electricity. That's cool. I love yeah. that description. That's yeah. really cool. That's very good. That's very good. And it wasn't the, the traditional porn, flat wall-to-wall, mm-hmm. no shadow, no nuance. Uh, I mean, my lighting style, if I can get away with it, is I, I have to be able to explain every light you see to you. Mm-hmm. You know, that light is coming from a window over there. That is coming from the table lamp. Right. That is coming from the refrigerator door opening, whatever. I know there's a couple of guys in this industry. That one guy named John, I think it was, we were working with years and years ago. And he took all of this time to set up the lights. And everybody was like, fuck, let's get on with it. We want to get to the fucking. But when we finally got there and started shooting that thing, we looked at that final project. The effects that he did with the mm-hmm. lighting, it was like, fuck, this is great. Yeah, I know who and you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that we take this industry, these movies that we make, and we're taking them up to another level. It's not just sitting in a motel room, you know, and throwing up a couple of sheets and a couple of light bulbs. Yeah. I mean, I mean there, there will really always be stuff. that gonzo side of porn. Yeah. But I think. You're seeing a lot more companies and directors that are willing that care to to make well, some I think artistic. they've always cared, but they haven't been able to do it. No, why? Uh, just just the system, and they weren't getting the support from their studio, or mm-hmm. you know, they they couldn't raise the financing on their own. And now, uh, I think you're seeing a lot of of companies and and. You know, studios and distribution outlets that are saying it's okay for you to if you want to make a regular movie that just happens to have a whole lot of sex in it mm-hmm. yeah uh, I mean you you look at what Axel Braun is doing with the the comic book parodies yeah and, and now we're doing with the fairy tale stuff yeah, too. yeah. But, but I mean he's got fanboys out there just before anybody before they saw a frame of the actual sex yeah uh, of Kimberly Kane is Wonder Woman. They're saying that this is the best Wonder Woman costume that they have ever seen. And that goes, you yeah. know, Linda Carter on TV through, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's finally become okay to put the time and the effort into production value. Yeah. And, and it's great. When we did Spider Man Superman, God, all the latex was handmade. They yeah. measured us. And the outfits, and it was like the comic book stuff. It was brilliant. Yeah. So I love that people are really going to those details. That's a, that's a very, very important thing. Well, when it comes to certain audiences, especially your comic book audience, mm-hmm. 
It's all about the details. Yeah. Speaking of comic yeah. books, you're going to be at Comic-Con in a couple of weeks, right, sweetie? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to de- debuting some new costumes. Um, but, I mean, you know, those fans that are looking for that uh, hardcore version of Harley Quinn or Wonder Woman or Spider-Man... You know, that they're very, very specific in what they're looking for. And luckily, people like Axel Braun realize the importance of those details. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's very true. What's your new projects? What other new projects have you got coming up? Oh, let's see. Uh, It's a long list. It's it's, it's a lot of stuff that's like half done. Yeah. Uh, Working on Jimmy Gets a Foot Job 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting a new series. Uh, uh, my stepdad's a pervert. And uh, weren't you guys working on a, a clown porn movie? Now that's Dick sort? Chibbles. That's Dick Chibbles. That, that one is. Thing. It's we're working on it, but it's not our project. Ah, no. okay. Because cool. Chibbles and is and the I don't master know of that. Clown whether porn. she wants it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha public but yeah they're now what be... is stepdad it's a pervert what is that now is uh, that going to be penetration it, yes it's it's kind of my reaction to the whole measure b condom situation oh nice because the majority of my work for other companies mm-hmm. as a performer is as the husband in cuckold videos right jimmy makes a great cuckold okay uh, as my wife says, You've been everybody's husband. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll walk around at a, a party or a show or something, and it's right. like, yeah, I, I shot with her for New Sensations. I shot with her for, you know, Kick Ass. I shot with her for Devils, and right. Uh, but one of the major aspects of the cuckold fetish mm-hmm. is the risk of pregnancy. Oh. Really? I didn't know that. It's yeah. Uh it, it's a a power dynamic where basically the wife's boyfriend is, is strong and virile and he can father a child and the husband is not. Mhm. Uh, or the humiliation aspect of being forced to raise the child that is not yours and is obviously not yours. Yeah. Yeah. And in a lot of instances, there's an interracial aspect to it. Well, like the, uh, the one I just did, the big hit thing I did for dog fart. Yeah. Where I played Donald mm-hmm. Sterling. Yeah, that exactly. Is, yeah. That was huge. Yeah. It's I shoot for huge. Billy Watson all the time. Yeah. I love it. over there. I'm, Really we, cool We've guy. actually got very similar backgrounds and philosophies. So we yeah, very well I, together. I was just going to bring that up. I see a lot of similarities, like twin sons from different mothers. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, Jim, I want to ask you if there is a young filmmaker out there, a guy or a girl, and they might want to do something like this genre, what advice would you give them? One tip. One tip. Tip of your penis. <laughs> just the tip yeah just welcome the, to anal yeah uh, <laughs> well, one tip you would one give tip them. Yeah. is pick something that you really enjoy doing mm-hmm. don't try and do you know a, a fetish because you think you're going to make a lot of money on it good point you're not 
Good and point. you'll sit there and be miserable because not only are you not making a lot of money, but you're not exciting yourself. Right. And for and unless you're just ridiculously gifted, mm-hmm. the audience can tell when someone who isn't into something makes a movie about it. Mm. They can read that authenticity. Right. And yeah, you know, with and it's a comment I get a lot. It's like, you really get it. You understand why we need to see this and how to shoot, you know. Yeah. It's like, you, you, you know, you're the only one who, who gets the, you know, the, the marks from the rope on the hands kind of thing. And right. So if it's not something that you understand and know and enjoy, then it's not going to be a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good point. That's very true. That's a very, very good point. And there is, again, as we said at the top of this interview here, there are so many different types of pornography out there. Oh, Not yeah. just the vanilla stuff. There's there's a darker side to things. There's a kinkier side to things. And you just have to explore that on your own. But that's the beauty of it. I mean, not even the, you know? the darker side. There, there's a, a much brighter side. Yeah. There are things like, oh, yeah, like okay. I said, the tickling, yeah. uh, balloon fat. And this is oh, one the that, balloon that I have yeah. never been able to, to yeah. figure out. I've, I've been able to to kind of, even if it's not something that turns me on. Mm-hmm. I've been able to dig into a fetish and at least say, okay, I get that. I understand why that is attractive. I had two of people. my girls back in the day and they were little Latina gals. And but the they balloon always, thing, they went know. over there, they blew up a balloon and then it pops. Yeah. And, and they weren't naked necessarily. Sometimes they're just in a little skimpy outfit, but that was the whole thing that they had to do or roll around on a balloon. Mm-hmm. And that was that fetish. Yeah. And I heard the tickling thing is like really big. Yeah, but tickling is uh, tickling. I think is really easy to understand because mm-hmm. it, it, it's fun. It's lighthearted. It's it's kind of like that accidental. Ooh, wow! I, I just got turned on. Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I mean, you're you're laughing and you're giggling and you're wiggling around and. A lot of times you're you're naked and the person tickling you is touching you, so there's the physical contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. But I mean, when it comes to balloons, I, I totally get what you're saying, Jimmy. Another one that never really made a ton of sense to me was pies in the face. I don't really get that one either. What? Yeah, a pornographic pie in the face. Yeah. Wow. Now it depends. Is it a hair pie? <laughs> But I'm <laughs> Hold on a second there. Hair pie? There we go. Ay, ay, ay. Boy, but, everybody's slow today here. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I have never really understood that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pie to the face. I mean, I've done scenes with pies, but it's been more of a full body rolling around, roll, sticky, gooey, messy kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Wow. But just the pie to the face. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, that there's a, a section of people that are really into that. People that are stoned. I, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, all I know is I don't know that I would want to stand there and have somebody throw a pie in my face. But hey, that's just me. Yeah, and that's just you. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, tell us where everybody can find you and find all of these fine films at Severe Society. 
We are on ABN, uh, fetishmovies.com, Sugar DVD. Wow. Uh, clips for sale, videos for sale. Uh, and you can kind of link to all of it through severesocietyfilms.com. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and you can get you could watch the films on there. Can you download them and watch them? You cannot on, on download site? them on our website, but okay. you can. That will take you to whatever format you. I mean, if you're a, a long form download fan, it'll mm-hmm. take you over to ABN or okay. or Hot Movies, Great Fetish sites. Movies. Yeah. Uh, if you like the clip version better, mm-hmm. uh, there are links to our four clips for sale stores. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, if you're old-fashioned and like the physical DVD, you can go to videos for sale there mm-hmm. uh, and and buy, you know, we'll, we'll mail you a DVD. Very cool, very cool. Uh, and uh, where do they find you on the internet? Uh, they find me on the internet. I love what he said earlier on Twitter, too, the interweb. <laughs> it is cool. Yes, the interwebs. <laughs> Uh, I am on pretty much any social site that I'm on. I'm on as fetish director. Oh, okay. So, uh, there's a site called FetLife, which is a social network just for fetish people. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's my handle there. And then Twitter as well. Very cool. It's definitely another side of our industry, but it's a fascinating side and it may not be everybody's cup of tea. But I think a lot of people may discover this now and listen to this interview. I would say pretty interview. much everybody out there has a fetish. Fuck they yeah. might not acknowledge it as such. They might mm-hmm. not recognize it as such. And they might not even have really discovered that it it is something. They just know that when something happens, they yeah. get all excited about it. But they don't yeah. realize that's the trigger. Yeah. But people say, oh, I don't, I don't have any fetishes. Uh, yeah, you just haven't really looked that closely at yeah, it. You, yeah, you just haven't really opened up and explored that yet. I mean, most, most men and women, I would say, have a very strong idea of what, is it, what it is that they like. Mm-hmm. They might not be able to articulate it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But most people know, you know, if you say, what do you like? They can tell you. You know, fetishists just have learned to articulate what it is that they like. Yeah. Very good. Very good. All right. Kiki, what do you want to plug, sweetheart? Well, everybody, you can come see me at San Diego Comic-Con in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. I am so sorry I will not be at Vice is Nice. Please, please, please go to that and support that cause for me. I'm going to, Kiki, I'm going to have you sign one of these. Absolutely. That we're going to put in the gift uh, bag. And um, I have some new stuff going up on Clips for Sale. So mm-hmm. you can go to store 22109 and buy stuff and support me in my costume habit for Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And you can also find me on Twitter. That's Kiki underscore Dare. On Facebook and Tumblr is Real Kiki Dare. And you can even find me on Instagram. Very true. Very yeah. true. I think I'm still on, on MySpace too, but I haven't checked that in about four years. <laughs> on I didn't even think MySpace was still up. I don't even think Justin, my buddy Justin Timberlake doesn't even go on there anymore, and he owns a thing. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. that's saying a lot. Uh, tomorrow night on Porn Star Game Night, we're very happy to welcome our special guest, the sexy little. Trinity St. Clair is going to be Oh, yeah! Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun playing with her and her new boobs. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So, And boobies. I think, I think uh, Liv Aguilar is going to come in also because oh. that way we can have teams. 
Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, so it's going to be cool. Um, And then next week on the show, lots more great guests. Wow. Lots more great guests. So lots of great things coming on. Um, Check out some of my new movies on the air uh, for Jonathan Morgan uh, that I star in there with um, the lovely Asa Akira, the talented Mr. James Dean. Um, That's out from Wicked Pictures right now. Go pick that up. Lots of new movies. Kiki and I are both in 24 Triple X and Sleeping Beauty Triple X. And we're shooting for Axel in about 24 hours. Yeah. So, um, yeah, more stuff coming up. So, um, Jimmy, once again, thank you for coming in. Been a fascinating topic. We'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, I'm still... Man, Benjamin Franklin. Wow, boy, that threw me. He was a kinky guy. Yeah, fuck. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm still buzzing on that one. Kiki, thank you so much, darling. Aw, thank you. All right, so until next time, I'm James Bartolet. And I'm Kiki Dare. Good night. Good night and and good sex. sex. You kinky motherfucker. You're listening to Inside the Industry with James Bartolet, only on L.A. Talk Radio.